Thanks for tuning into Joga Bronitos Episode 2, presented by Jake and Brandon from the Beautiful Game Collective. What up, what up? What's going on, friend? Oh, not too much. Just enjoying the half day at work and closing it off with another wonderful Jogo Bronitos episode. There you go. Yeah. Welcome to Jogo Bronitos, the show where Jake and Brandon of the Beautiful Game Collective bring you all of the fun soccer deets. Everything that's going on in the world of boots, kits, everything that's going on with our friends in the collective, everything that's going on in match day, everything that's going on in World Cup qualifying you name it we're going to talk about it Brilliant. so what covered it all right there yeah what's new what's going on brandon tell me about what's going on with you in terms of like what you've seen in the footy world talk to me. Uh, i mean personally i scored an yeah. absolute piss missile in indoor soccer uh about half half uh i guess half field halfway it's tall it's a small field i don't know what you want to call it it's, a, it's like ball. a football court yeah yeah received the ball half turn just ripped one upper 90 uh that was to go up eight to one. I think we won twenty six to four. Kind of started <laughs> to feel bad for the other team, but it's one of those where if you stop scoring, they would notice. So, oh, full of bangers. I'm glad you uh, beat the U nine boys times. team. Uh, actually, they had some doctors. They had uh, my brother's friend who's twenty seven. They're full of more than capable Jeez. people. They just they just couldn't compete with the boys at the AFC Columbia, the Eagles, if you will. Uh, also Eagles. got a nice pair of. Adidas X ghosted indoors uh, cool. for my friend over at Soccer Pro. Cool. Also not sponsored, but Soccer Pro, <laughs> great, great to go to uh, if you want to do something that isn't as big as Soccer.com. They're also local to where I'm from, so that always helps me to go there. You go try on your boots, don't have to order them, and hope they fit. Oh man, That's not awesome, sponsored, though. but yeah, it's sweet. He just I showed up and he threw a pair of shoes at me, and so I got to try those out. I'll I'll do a little review for you guys on what I thought, my thoughts on them. Uh, how the touch felt, all that. Give there you guys you all I can about it, at least, right? That's exciting. So have you played any more since then, or just the one uh, football uh, match? I play every Thursday night. Uh, a few games left until the playoffs. been told there the playoffs go. are kind of weird. It's just a round-robin tournament. Uh, oh. The two bottom teams start, and if you lose, you're out. And depending on where you finished in the league, you have X. And, like, if you finished first place, you only have one game, and it's whoever won the longest to play you if that makes sense it's a stupid but you know it so is what it I'm, is i'm sorry i thought this was america and we had actual yeah. playoffs i did too I, oh well it is what it is i'm glad you're playing yeah i played last thursday had a decent outing had a good time one shot one goal had a nice little run from the left wing beat some guys and then you know opened up the uh the wickets and meg the goalie so it was not a bad gig was not opposed to that you tell him that he needs to close his legs because that was always nah, my he, favorite whenever I got to that mega goalie. He was a nice guy. He was wearing a, a Joe Hart keeper shirt from the Euro oh. 12, which it, oh. it was a, it, it, it's a good kit. Should have been a green a kit. Good, it, he, ble- uh, he blessed the United States with a goal. <laughs> well, that, well, then I – he actually was British, to be fair. Yeah, there you go. Okay, I'll give him so, a little bit more for having an actual jersey <laughs> for a goalie. 
guess, also, guess it makes does, sense. Does that make him a full kit wanker? Did he have on England shorts? I I don't know. I'm going to hope for his own sake he didn't. If you're a goalie full kid wanker, that might just be a whole new breed I did not know existed. That is the lowest level of I – don't, I don't even know what to call it. It's just abysmal. Ugh. Yeah, that's – But, yeah, I usually play on Thursdays as well with a lot of the college students in the area, some of the international students. They're pretty darn good. Um, so that's been fun. Um, what's going on with the collective? Uh, I mean, we just – Finally got our website published, so that's exciting. Uh, yes, Boot yes, Bible's yes. got – I've got my first article up, uh, just kind of welcoming, welcoming you guys to the blog, uh, welcoming you to the community, uh, asking for you guys to reach out to either of us at our own personals or the both of us at the team email uh, with anything you guys want to contribute or if there's stuff you want to see, anything like that. Um, be on the lookout for more Boot Bibles. Uh, I'm probably going to start doing retro stuff to start. And then once I can get my hands on a few pairs of cleats, I'll do some more uh, hands-on with the newer stuff that's released. Um, I don't have infinite budget, so I can't do the things that J Mike does over at Unisport, but that's in the future. Hopefully yeah. that'll be what we do. Uh, how about but, you with the, the kit collective and how's that going for you? Well, you know, yeah, like I've got two blogs out. Um, the first blog was about bad shirts from historically stylish clubs. So that's a fun little read. Um, second one went out the day that we released the blog and the website to the world. It was uh, three kits I wish I would have bought. Um, so that's worth the read. I actually won one of those kits today in a raffle, which was hype. Oh, my God. I was so excited. Love I'm not that gonna, for you. But you got to read the article to find out which kit I won. But uh, yeah, um, let's see what else. Um, I've got an article coming out tomorrow um, about Ajax. So if you want to read about Ajax and like the history, the look kind of thing, I'll share that to the socials. It'll be pretty good. I, I'm, I, I think that's my best article yet. So we're having fun with that. Um, we're here for episode two of the pod. That's going with the collective. We've got, you know, the goal is to start bringing some more guests on. Brandon, when do you see that happening? Uh, I mean, you guys stay tuned. You'll be lucky enough to hear one of the guests today. Ooh, spoiler alert. Spoiler, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. We have a guest coming. We do. We do. Uh, but then just kind of from then on out, um, you'll probably hear from our one of our co- uh, buddies, uh, Brock. He's going to be kind of our U.S. men's national team. I don't want to use the word guru because I love the kid. He's a goober, though. He loves the U.S. men's national team, but he's not necessarily a guru. He follows on it. Twitter. <laughs> He follows on Twitter. He's up to date. He's more up to date than anybody else in the fantasy group. So I'll give him that. But man, you weren't kidding that we we will roast anyone in this chat, even yeah, our own. We'll roast anybody. <laughs> Nobody's safe around these parts. But I mean, no, love Brock. He's more up to date with the U.S. men's national team than I am. Um, he knows it quite a bit. But we'll get him on soon. Hopefully, we can do that before the January window. Uh, the three match World Cup qualifiers. I watched yes. the U.S. men's national team review. Apparently, that's a first in history that we've had three. In one window? Yeah. I don't and, know. I mean, a minimum of one of them is going to be in a snowball because it's going Snow to be Snow Classico. And then we've got one in Minnesota. Minnesota. Allianz Arena, which yeah. is and probably got, also going to be a Snow Classico. Yep. So that's a minimum two out of three um, Blizzard games. So 
And then yeah. we've got another buddy. If you guys play fantasy and you play in the whatever you want to call it, fan tracks rules with the shitty app and the no pictures, the no. The jerseys. app sucks. I can't see how pretty my team is. I can't my, see how yeah. pretty my team shirts Scoring are. Scoring makes zero sense. You get the only thing I for actually doing things. Although yeah, my like, team's been on a tear recently, two and zero since the last podcast. I, I've also been two and zero. I feel like no, we I beat you. Into... I beat Wait. you. No. Last week. Wait, did you? I, yeah. I, then why did it say I'd won three in a row? I did. I like come out I'm and like get you a bench point. I beat you. There's no I'm... way. I'm gonna be pissed. <laughs> Yo, I'm gonna. You I'm gonna, your bench. I'm gonna I beat I'm you sixty it. to seventy. Oh, that's terrible. Game week twenty. <laughs> I was almost mad because Casper oh. Schmeichel had twenty six and a half. Yeah, you're getting ready, dude. I picked up uh, Odson Edward, and that really carried my team, considering he had thirty Fair. points. Harry Kane oh, yeah. finally scored. Yes, he did. Un- and then I just funny. beat just beat that boy Raj. That's what he oh, gets to mount my mama. It's that's a ninety to sixty two. <laughs> that's a big dub. I that is a big dub. I lost this week. I think I scored like twenty five points, but I'm not in last yet. I, are you still a blaster? Is there's uh, no chance. I've moved up so much. So yeah, I mean, like we're making moves in fantasy. Like I'm liking our odds here. I'm liking I'm up to seventh place. You're down to eighth though, so I can live with eighth place. I'm moving. I'm going. I'm taking uh, the guest, Caleb, who you guys will hear from soon. He's only one game ahead of me. Hopefully, I play him. Uh, move up to sixth place. Go 8 let's, 12. Let's be real, though. We don't care about fantasy stuff. No, we because don't. We, we, because we take have my twenty. Take my money. It's okay. This is all for the vibes, the memes. But, but our friend The shit-talking ben, group me. Ben cares a lot. Way too he, much. He's very good at fantasy footy. Like yeah, like it's yeah. Uh, his record is unfathomable. Like he's he seventeen one and two. Points. Yeah, uh, try hard. Not great, not good, but yeah. um, very good at fantasy. Um, so if so, you have like tips, like he does the uh, the draft through the official fantasy Premier League app, as well as does like a fan tracks league. So multiple fan tracks leagues. Apparently, we yeah, aren't good I, enough. I, he has to do I, more. He's got international friends. He's got a family league, and he's got our. Beautiful game collective league. So, yep. Ooh, you, know, you know, you know what might be kind of fun. What if we? What if next year we do a, a beautiful game collective, like one of those, like through the app where you can have like sixty people in the league, and you can that draft, be, like you can do draft play or not players, but like with the money, that could be fun. Yeah, like the budget league. Is that what yeah, it's called? I like yeah, the, that. We can start we, one up on the EPL app, which has pictures of your players and cool yeah. jerseys. That way, you can see how pretty they are, and you Unless, can watch them score a normal amount of points. Unless Fantrax, if you want me to stop hating on you, we could work something out, I guess, and we can figure something out, and we'll use your app instead. But until then, EPL, it, I'm all for you. It goes down in the DMs. <laughs> Watch out, Fantrax. Brandon is, is Fantrax enough. loves DMing me. <laughs> oh my god! I mean, we 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 make important DMs here. Brandon is DMing Fantrax, telling them that their app is questionable. I'm getting DMs from Venezia, hearing that they're doing a kit restock in January late. So that's kind of hype. Getting our tweets liked by Walker Zimmerman's agent. Walker I mean, Zimmerman's We're just making agent. moves on the socials. Let me tell the, you. The, the boot guy. What's the boot guy's name? J. Mike. J. Mike. J. Mike watched our Instagram stories today. Does, so. It's not much, but you got to start somewhere. I mean, we're just – we're having fun. So this is kind of nice. Like, I mean, it means nothing, but I'm going to take now to be wholesome. Thanks for yeah. listening. Thanks New for year. listening, guys and gals. New, New year. year. So, no, same us. We haven't changed. That's a good point. Good point. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> thanks right, for listening. Uh, yeah, thanks. Uh, all right. Um, any new boots out, Brandon? Mr. Boot Bible? 
Uh, there aren't many new boots out that I've seen. The new black Adidas uh, colorway just dropped. I know you're a big fan of the Copas. Those are mad. Uh, cool. For any USA players, I hope to see you wearing those in this upcoming window. They've got that red, white, and blue. The hint of the American pride on both. So that would be sweet. Uh, if you like what that sounds all about, I'm going to be writing a blog about the brands making boots for their national teams here in the near future. Yeah. Because uh, that's what that made me think of. Uh, those are the most recent boots to be released that I can think of. How about you? For I guess it's kind of weird to hear of new kits coming out, but anything well, that you've seen rumored there, or anything that you've got your eyes on? There are kits because now, I mean, it, it's a double-edged sword because there are a lot more kits coming out now with like everybody doing third and fourth and fifth kits because clubs need to recoup money post-COVID. But, I mean, we've got a real nice kit coming from Kappa at Old Mines in Germany. They're doing the Carnival kit. They that do it every sick. year. It is mad cool. Um, if I ooh. didn't have to pay it. Yeah, you see that? Isn't that nice? No, that's not what I was looking at. I was saying, ooh, because <laughs> the Mines kit sounds cool. Carnival, big festival. Love that. I've been told it's a blast from my buddy that uh, is down there, down from the Rio area. Oh, um, not that not that Carnival, Rockstar. It's uh, Germany, Carnival. It's like, I didn't like know a, Germany had a carnival. Yeah, it's it's a it's the opposite of Oktoberfest. It's a big party, but it's like so pre Spring Fest. Yeah, it's a pre Ash Wednesday. It goes ah. from like it goes from the twelfth day of Christmas to Ash Wednesday. It's Disregard like me being culturally <laughs> inept. It's but. okay. We can't all be you know aware. I mean, let's be yeah, real. The only, uh, sorry, the, I the suck. Only, the only reason I know that is because I did my reading prior. What were you Mr. saying? What, what were you doing? Uh, you sent out? me the, the DM. My boys over at Mizuno getting back into the kit game. They yeah, make wonderful no. boots. I yeah, can't wait s- to see what kits they release. I'm going to need to get one. It's been a while. Um, they signed a deal with – who was that club? Was it There's Italian? Some J- was J-League it? club, right? No, no, they already had J-League. Oh. Let me, let me check our DMs. Let's take a look. We can, we can edit this part out, this little – Yeah, uh, no, no, that's okay. I'm already on it. Yeah, no, it's uh, VFL Bolcham. Oh, okay, okay. I'm familiar. They're Bundesliga or they're lower, right? They are Bundesliga. They are tier one. Love that. So they're going to be looking nice. Glad to see that some of the German Mizuno making strides. Yeah, they give a shit on how they look. And Mizuno makes it. how they're made. Uh, Yes, they will be made. Well produced. Well produced. Probably really techy, but like not in like a tech fit way, like probably just like oh yeah these are woven really nice here's some cool words to nice ventilation if you will some fancy words and make you feel real pretty (laughs) the the badges will probably be not heat pressed but like that cool vinyl press stuff like that they know what they're doing they'll figure it out i feel like it'd be weird to play in like the vinyl press uh crest because i feel like sweat would just like sit underneath it like it's Mm. one thing is like a you know i've never played in one like that like i've played in like embroidered and i've played in like the uh I don't know. I've never had a situation where it's been my, like the the big vinyl pressing, like the big my AFC one's a big vinyl logo, and it's not too bad. Okay, I was just curious, like more so than anything. Yeah, it's not definitely the worst thing in the world, but okay. I mean the big badge I think is better than the sticky uh, heat press or like Ooh, yeah. ink press yeah. that no, Westminster no College had to use. Hey, you got to start somewhere. That one just stuck right to my boob. The right tennis the one was even. The tennis one was even worse. If you've ever had I, your nipples changed, not a fun I, time. I can confirm the tennis ones were bad. 
Nipple chafing, <laughs> band-aids on the nipples, interesting time. <laughs> oh, goodness me. I broke every unwritten rule in that match. Sorry, that's not pretty <laughs> related, but wow, that it's, was a rough, it's, rough two hours. This is the beautiful game collective. Brandon's beautiful and he played games. We're going to count it. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, any, uh, any new uh, recent footy news? You want to talk about any matches that like tickled your fancy as of late? Like, Did you watch anything over that festive period that you really liked? Uh, I mean, I watched the United games. I didn't like them. Uh, Liverpool Chelsea was absolutely electric for 45 minutes. The second half wasn't too great, but the 45 minutes was damn good. Yeah, I mean, like Edward. At least in and, my opinion. Uh, yeah, Edward Ed- and Cloner or Kahom and Keller or whatever. Uh, Allison's backup had like Kelleher. 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 He's he's Irish, so it's like Kahom and Keller. King Joffrey's look alike. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. They had pretty good saves in the second half. Like Pulisic had a volley from inside the six, where you know, Kaom looked like a jungle cat with the reactions, and then Mo Salah rounded one of the other uh, Chelsea wingbacks or center backs more so, and surprise, took shot surprise. from about thirty out. And usually goalkeepers look stupid trying to like go back and chase it, and Edward looked athletic as hell. And save yeah. that shit. And it was cool. Yeah. I mean, it was a good match. Was, I, nice. I like the match. I, I really like that match. Um, other matches that were worth a shit um, as of recent. Um, Barcelona won one Venezia lost. Did they Did they win or lose, Brandon? I am not. Oh, yeah. No. Tessman got that red card. What was that? He early? did get a red card. But I that don't mi- think that was. That might have been pre. Oh, yeah. They, they, they tied Sampdoria. And then they lost to Lazio. So. They got smoked by Lazio. Wow. But Buzio played in both. Of course. That's what we like to see. So that's important. And they're not getting relegated. So that's even better. Not 16th place. 16th place. Six points above 18th. We'll take it. Yeah, we'll take it. We didn't get the funds to buy them personally. But Sauer and Atana found an owner. They're not going to have to be sent down. Which is nice. Did you see... uh, the so backlash Benicia got, yeah, for like Twitter. just like being polite, like, yeah, just saying, like, like hey, we're glad, we're you guys really found glad. Him. yeah. And then some dude on Twitter was like, oh, blah blah blah, and then they were like, sorry for being nice and glad that they didn't have to go under completely. Some people, God. man, some people. Like, oh yeah, congrats on you know losing your club. That sounds like some butt hurt American fan. Probably yeah. really into like I don't know. That's just he's dumb. probably I super into it. Super League, like that GP three kid. <laughs> yeah, that kid is a menace on Twitter. There are some he's the something. super the super leaguers are abysmal. But that's an episode for another day. That yeah, that's an episode for another day. Uh, I mean, I guess you guys have kind of heard us talk for quite a bit. Uh, yeah. probably getting tired of our voices. Well, now never. Gonna, but they, yeah, that's they, true. They, for the time being, they might get a little a little tired. Uh, let's, mix it go, up. let's mix it yeah, up. Yeah, let's mix it up. We've, we are, I, not we, I spoiled it earlier on. Uh, let's introduce you guys to our friend Caleb. Uh, he's going to be our version. I'm going to say arguably just as good. I'm not going to say better because Fabrizio Romano is the best in the world. But Caleb's going to be the best that we can find and the best that he is to, that can offer us. Uh, he's going to update with you guys anything transfer related and his personal favorite will be finance related in the soccer world. So sit back and enjoy our interview with him. Yeah, he's a real smart guy, real sharp, real fun to talk to. 
Um, he doesn't have a catchphrase like "Here we go" yet. But yet, we're, yet, we're, yet. We're working on it. If you've got any suggestions, drop a comment on our. Find socials. us in the DMs. It goes down in the DMs. But uh, yeah, without further ado, we'll bring Caleb on. And then there were two. There are two. What's up? What's going on, man? How are Not you? Much. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. Let's see if we can get Brandon on here. Oh, it, he's seeming to have some technical difficulties. I, I think you might lose your uh, grandpa role here. That might have to go to Brando since he's struggling yeah. so hard with this tech. <laughs> you know, I, I get audio visuals, but that's about it. Like anything like. Oh, there he oh. is! Perfect. He's in. This time, is that there we go? Oh. And then there were three. Ooh. Right. Brandon, can you hear us? Okay. Yes, Freeze sir. Party. Let's go. Perfect. 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 Well, as we'd said in the past, you know, Caleb is our first guest on the show. So, um, Caleb, you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? You know, just sure. Just quick skim. I know we got your bio on the site, but you know, just walk us through. Sure. Um, so I am a first and foremost an Arsenal supporter up the gunners uh i've been following uh soccer since my sophomore year of college i actually started being a football fan a little bit later in life than most i lived with a uh, bunch of fraternity brothers in college who were all tottenham supporters which is why i ended up choosing uh arsenal to support because i just wanted to have the shithauser going within the house so Oh it God! Yeah, they sound like terrible people. Yeah, no, no, be worse. no I, I, I'm sure they're fine people, but ew. exactly, they're fine people. But just the fact that they were Tottenham supporters, it was just like, oh. At least Arsenal wins an FA Cup every once in a while. It, yeah. Exactly, our trophy cabinet is much fuller than Tottenham's, so it works out great. Oh Lordy! All right, what else about you, man? Tell us about you. Like, what do you do? You work? I I do work. Um, I am a CPA. Yes, you so, are. Uh, I work as an auditor, uh, doing small governmental audits, all that boring stuff. But That's awesome. um, numbers, numbers, love numbers, and so that <laughs> translates being into a, a stats guy. I love, I love statistics. Yeah, but stats awesome. don't tell the whole story, though. Don't worry. But but they don't oh. suck. I mean, it's there. It's a double-edged I like stats. sword. Like, I like stats. I, I, stats I'm okay nice. with stats. They don't tell the whole story, but I have no problem with you know the integration of stats. Of the story. It's something I know, fun. It it add, it's it add, it adds extra layers to the game, to the experience. It does. Well, it's something it else does. to talk about. For someone that's analytic and intelligent like Caleb, it adds holistic value. Whereas like Brandon and I just have a wow. We have a wow factor where it's like, oh, that makes my soccer senses tingle. He's the one. Like, ooh, love that. You guys we're have the flash, old. and then I come in with the numbers punch. To just we're about the vibes. We're about the the serious things. Oh goodness me, love that. All right, you want to get this thing going? Brandon, you want to get – All right, you you hit him with question number one. These questions have been prompted, so that way we'd have a little bit of, uh, you know, uh, direction because we didn't want to come up totally blind on this for everyone. But um, they they will be all raw, all 100% like live. So this is going to be 
just as natural as any other podcasting that we do. So, Brandon, hit it. Uh, so, I guess the first thing that we're going to ask, although there was the apology that came out today, we'll see how that goes over with Chelsea fans. Uh, thoughts on Lukaku, his comments, what it could potentially do for Chelsea and their hopes, or if he's going to end up somewhere else. I know he said today that he doesn't plan on leaving in the winter window, but I don't think anybody saw that one coming. Um, just your thoughts on the entire debacle, if you will, and what it's going to do for Chelsea in the, I guess, the short term more than the long term, if anything. It's a tough one, isn't it? Because it really could not have happened at a worse time for Chelsea. You know, they've been struggling really well with, or they've been struggling a lot with their games recently. And to have these comments come out right as Lukaku is beginning to get back in the team, he scored a couple goals against Villa a few weeks ago. Obviously, it's never ideal to have this kind of situation happen to a team during the season, but to happen at this particular moment is just like compounding it worse for Chelsea. And like, I'm not a Chelsea fan, but I'm sure every Chelsea fan's like, what the heck? We spent so much money on you during the summer. And like five months later, you're saying that, oh, I miss Italy. I want to go back to Italy. All that stuff. Like, as a soccer fan, I feel like it comes at a weird time for Lukaku. Like, he just got back from injury, just scored a good goal or a few good goals for his team, and then said, actually, you know what, I'm going to say all these bad things. I think it's a – sorry, go go ahead. ahead. No, no, you go ahead, Caleb. I'll I'll hop on after. I think it's important to keep in context, too, that, like, the interview did happen, like, three or four weeks ago when he was still injured. Okay. Like, the the interview was just published, it like, just a couple released. of weeks ago. But, yeah, exactly. It had been pre-recorded a couple of weeks ago. So, I think it's important to keep it in that context. But, again, at the same time, having this come out now while Chelsea are still struggling, it, it it's obviously just not a good look. Yeah. Well, and re- regarding that interview, do you think he knew, like, it was going to spread like wildfire? Like, do you think that there is potentially, like, a lack of, like, unawareness? I mean, I don't know. Like, this is just – it's so unprecedented. I will say, like, before, I'm going to cut in, like, answering that before Caleb gets his, is I, as shitty as, or I guess, shitty or weird as it sounds, I'm glad it came directly from Lukaku. Speaking as a United fan, we've had countless instances where uh, Raiola, Pogba's agent, will try and yeah. stir something up. And I feel like it coming from the player has more, I guess, meaning, if you want to well, say. Yeah, it's like, if, even yeah. if that's good or bad. But on, it, the respect, on the respect general. meter, it's like one out of ten opposed to like zero out of 10. Like at least he's speaking for himself. Yeah, at least it's the player coming out and saying it instead of the agent just trying to stir the pot. So I'll give him respect in that regards. I I mean, from all accounts, it seems like Lukaku is a very smart guy. Um, His teammates think highly of him. So, you know, I, I can't imagine that this was a situation where he just didn't realize what he was doing. I think, which makes it even weirder, what was the intention behind giving this interview? Like, was it to try to force a move out? Was it try to just, like, put pressure on Tuchel to change the system that Chelsea play and to get him more attacking support? I I, I don't know. And I think we'll probably have – we will probably get more details about this. I don't think the story is done. I think we'll get more details over the next few weeks and months to really kind of see how this develops. But – yeah, I agree with you, Brando. I think coming from the player, um, it, there's a lot of expectations that players need to be almost robotic at times in the interviews that they give, just like 100% support the team no matter what. Don't like take any like pressure or put any extra pressure on the team, which to a certain extent they're right. You shouldn't do that. But at the same time, it's kind of refreshing to see a player give like an honest interview 
as opposed yeah. to just being a promotion. I would agree. For the I team. would, yeah, I would one hundred percent agree. But the and the craziest thing was they put out he put out an apology video today through Chelsea's socials, and he it was the that. exact opposite of being like candid and forward. And it was just it was rehearsed and it was as scripted it, as you could imagine. It was as scripted as you could imagine. Yeah, I mean, God, you literally, yeah, you couldn't have said it better. It's just it was so stale, and I just. I mean, as an American I, soccer fan, I would prefer that Lukaku starts to play for Chelsea so we can get Pulisic out of the striker role, but that's just preferably out of the <laughs> wing back role too. But maybe that's just me. That's a whole other issue in itself. <laughs> yeah, that's a whole other Tuchel issue. It's fine. We'll play. We'll, we'll play. We'll play Alonso as a winger. But yeah, hey, pulley, hang back, dude. Like, yeah, I mean, it's fine. He's a tactical mastermind. He's outclassing or outthinking himself. I mean, yeah, he's right on right on par with his teacher Ralph on that you one. You know, I don't want to talk about that right now. <laughs> <laughs> Zinger. But, but then, I mean, yeah, so like, going off of the Lukaku comments, still, if you want to talk about it a little more, for all your roommates, it could bring up an interesting thing because he had nothing but the highest praise for Conte, mm. and I feel like that also can't sit well with Chelsea fans, seeing as he's a London team manager. So do you think that was him wanting to – Harry Kane wanting to find an exit? Lukaku's maybe like, you know, I'll go back to Conte? Or is that just something else where he was just saying he enjoyed him as a manager and liked the counterattacking tactics? If that was his intention, then Lukaku is like some next-level mastermind planting these seeds in there because I, I, I just cannot see any circumstance in which Chelsea willingly sell him to Tottenham. Like, there's just no way in my mind that that happens. I, again, like, who knows what the intention was for Romelu to give that interview and praise Conte, praise Inter as much as he did. Like, you know, that's just something that only he would really know, I guess. So hopefully we will figure out more details over the next couple of weeks to where we can start piecing more of this together. But like, like, like I said, if that was his intention to try to force a move out to Tottenham to be a Harry Kane replacement. Well, electric yeah if you don't mind me stepping in it's like and i've got two points on this before we hit the next topic like number one i don't understand why antonio conte would even want to go that route because from the sources inside the spurs camp like he is all in on harry kane like and he's convinced harry to stay correct me if i'm wrong like they they seem to be like harry seems a lot more content so i don't understand like maybe there was like some sort of like something said in passing to rome i don't I don't know. And, like, the other side of the spectrum is, like, if Rome was that happy, why did he want to leave? Like, yes, Lukaku lost Conte, but, like, they picked up uh, Gazi, good manager. They picked up, you know, a couple good signings this summer. Like, they're – They I lost believe, the superstar Hakimi, Jake. Yeah, the, the FIFA lord, and then they got Dumfries. Dumfries is more complete. I mean, oh, like, they're set to – are they are they up in the Scudetto right now? Are they in first? I mean, like, if not, they're challenging, like – I I don't know. It's just I I don't think he I don't think I don't think he had anything to prove. Like you know, if he was that yeah. if he was that that happy stay man. Like I don't know, but I digress. I just can't wait for the if he does go to Tottenham, all the dank memes of him kissing the badge. Oh, it's gonna be a lot. Oh. Of <laughs> well, how many pictures are there already? He, there isn't a badge he hasn't kissed. He's like he's kissed every know. badge he's played for. He's, also, to answer your question, Inter is in first by four points. They've got forty six. Yeah. AC Milan has forty two. Ooh. Oh, just like just like the uh, the Inter board said, it's like we sold Rome for you know one hundred fifteen million. 
and picked up Jekko on a free. I see no difference on the field. That's not a dig on Rome. That's saying Jekko. Edin Jekko. Edin Jekko. He scored a goal for Bosnia. <laughs> All right, next one. Yes, sir. Brandon hit it. Hit it. Uh, I guess we can just all aboard El Tren. Happy uh, <laughs> to Augsburg. El Tren. Yes. Yeah, very, very exciting stuff. Another young baby eagle leaving the nest to spread his wings and soar in Europe. And I, it's a weird team, too. I mean, was Augsburg really even a contender? Like, it, like going into this window to, like, sign him? I know Wolfsburg, I'd been Wolfsburg seeing a lot of... was the big talk, and then there were a few unnamed Premier League teams. I don't know which ones, but there were a few of them. Yeah, Augsburg just kind of seems like it came out of nowhere, right? But, I mean, I, admittedly, I don't know much about Augsburg. Like, I took a look at some of their player lists, and I did not recognize any of them. So... That might just be on me, uh, but oh, it's it's not on you. It's on all of us, to be honest. I mean, let's <laughs> let's let's not be shy about it. I don't know my head from my tail about Osberg, but you know they broke the transfer record. They have an American-backed investor that kind of helped make it happen. They have old strikers up front. Pepe's going to compete for time. He's likely going to get time pretty soon. They're on the bubble for relegation. It's a good move. I'm content with it. I am. Ooh. Same here. I mean, I think that's exactly what you would want to see as an American fan. You know, Bundesliga has a great reputation of being a good development league for American players, especially. I mean, you think about Pulisic, Reyna, and all the other players that have gone over there the past couple of years. Pepe could very well be the next in the long line of U.S. players who continue to develop in Germany and then eventually get bigger moves to other teams. I think it's a good stepping stone. I was afraid that there was talk of him going to Bayern that that would be too big of a club and he wouldn't get playing time. So I'm yeah. glad he did kind of go to the middle, I guess, lower tier end of the Bundesliga where he's not necessarily promised playing time, but he's definitely going to fight to earn his playing time. It'll um, be I'm earned. Hoping, It'll be earned, yeah. Yeah, I'm hoping he doesn't do the switch to the Premier League. Not that it's ruined Josh Sargent, but it's made him play a position he's not used to playing. I think it's been tough for him in that transition. So hopefully Pepe stays a little bit longer in the Bundesliga so he's can solidify himself before the next step. Um, I think it's be fair, it, yeah. Go ahead. You go ahead. Oh, uh, to be fair though, Sergeant, you know, I don't see him as a true number nine. I see him as a support striker or some, somebody off the wing. Even though, like, he can technically he's, play that role, I just he's yeah, definitely I don't, the one I that goes behind, not the target. Yeah, whereas like Pepe can do target. Yeah, it's Pepe I, is I love a, it. a menace in the box, a fiend. Aren't we all? Oh, goodness. Uh, who are the other baby Yanks that have made moves? Uh, I Did Reynolds remember. get confirmed? Ryan Reynolds? Did they I, confirm that? To Bruges, right? Yeah. Uh, no, Anderslot. Anderslot. Anderlecht? Or Anderlecht, yeah. RFC that's what I, Anderlecht. That's what I said, right, Caleb? Didn't I say <laughs> on, on, Anderlecht? <laughs> this is just like Kimpembre. Oh, <laughs> bite me. <laughs> I mean, that's uh, got to be a good move as well, right? Because he was he really getting a lot of playing time at Roma? I, I don't think any. None. Yeah. I was just worried it was going to end up back at um, an MLS. Not back at an MLS team, but that he was going to end up at an MLS team was my so, worry. So, yeah, that's probably a good move going from Roma to the Belgian League. I feel like that would give him a decent opportunity to still get European competition. Instead of having, like you said, coming back to the MLS, which that's kind of the last thing that you want to see any of these well, young guys doing. Um, looks anything but, or everything but confirmed. Like the talks are there. 
Roma's talking about it. AS is talking about it. Major League Soccer is talking about it from their Dallas camp. Like that means it's it's likely in route by the time that this podcast is published. Hopefully, we'll hear something on it. That is always the hope. But you know, like good good club over there in Belgium. Like, are they in Europa? Do, can I can I can check. They should, is, isn't that uh, the team that uh, Vincent Company coaches? Oh, uh, yeah. Actually, maybe. That would be correct. He is their head that, coach. Okay. Three points for Caleb yeah. for knowing stuff. Transfer uh, God. They have Joshua Xerxes, who I actually have heard of as an attacker, but I don't see any other names that stick out to me. Yeah, I'm drawing a blank here. I'm going to be honest. But now we know um, Yeah. Oh, uh, they had Lokonga before Lokonga signed at Arsenal. They did have Lokonga. Okay, using their Lokonga money to buy Reynolds. Crazy. Yeah. Loan Reynolds. Okay, they're in the Loan. Conference League, so they'll get to play uh, James Madison and Leicester at some point, hopefully. Okay. So. You know who they won't get to play, though? They won't they get to won't. play Spurs. They also won't get to play Arsenal. Take it easy there, buddy. Oh, yeah, calm Just down. Let me roast Spurs, guys. Come on. <laughs> this is this is a this is a Spurs, um, roasting friendly. How would you say that? Like, friendly of roasting, like in friendly. I, I don't know. Um, we roast whoever we want to roast. That's, I, we'll roast ourselves. We'll roast yeah. all our teams, all our players. Everybody, everybody's fair game. Yep. Nobody's safe. It's uh, a better. There we no, go. There it is. Yeah, that's. <laughs> uh, I guess the next one, the biggest American transfer that I can think of would be Miles Robinson and Atlanta United's lack of wanting to tr- sell him. I guess not lack, but their valuation of they got offered $8 million and they think they can get more. Mm-hmm. Which, to be fair to Atlanta, I mean, I, he is probably their most promising young defender. I know they've got Bellow. Is Bellow George the other like, Bellow's also on Atlanta, yes. Yeah. So, I mean, they, they have some good young players at Atlanta. But I, I think he's still going to get playing time in the U.S. men's national team, even though he's playing in MLS, because he impressed very much. I thought he was one of the most impressive players this past summer playing for the uh, national team. Oh, God, yeah. God, yeah. So uh, if you're in Atlanta, yeah, you might as well just go ahead and just see what you can get from the market, because I, I think if you're honestly willing to wait, he's he's still like, what, 22, 23? He's still going to develop and get better. He's twenty four. So. Yeah, thank as you, a defender. <laughs> thank you, Pop Mob. Uh, so yeah, as a defender, I mean, he's still got plenty of potential and room to grow. So yeah, see what you can get. Obviously, well, we want to see him make that jump as soon as possible. But how, if you're how long? How long does his deal run? Because, uh, you know, that does make a difference. At... I don't know how long his contract is, but I saw something today on Twitter. I heard it was long. Min- yeah. I think it's a, a quite a long deal, but I saw something that mentioned like any young promising player in the MLS, this Miles Robinson saga is telling you not to sign anything longer than three years because I think he signed a pretty lengthy contract and then he developed really well and he became super, like one of the more athletic better defenders. He's just lacking on the international level, his tactical reading of the game, nothing against Atlanta United in the MLS, but our coaches are definitely further behind uh, in the tactical side of football. Yeah, I I don't think that's even up for discussion. And that's the next big step, I think, for him to where where he doesn't have to fight for minutes with the national team. He's guaranteed them as if he can get that tactical knowledge of what he's supposed to do as a center back instead of just being the classic, I'm more athletic than you. I'm going to win this one. Because he is more athletic than nine out of ten guys that come against him. 
yeah, yeah his, his deal runs through the uh, winter of 2023, so he's got two more MLS seasons, or uh, what, like, yeah, two seasons left. So I I would like to see that they move him hopefully by the end of the next year for MLS. That would be nice. Hopefully, like I mean, if he has I, a group, go I ahead. I have no problem with him staying right now. Like, it's it's not like a Walker Zimmerman thing where Zimmerman is 28 and at the peak of his powers. Like, obviously, you want – And he's Miles moving to Robinson Burnley. Yes, I mean, and we have linked him to Burnley. Yeah. I take full credit for linking him to Burnley. Walker Zimmerman's agent likes my tweets. We're, we're besties. I was going to say, I think you should get a portion of the transfer proceeds if he does I'll make take a move to Burnley. Half a percent. Half a percent. I, I, want, I just want tickets. One game. <laughs> we, all go, we all go. Uh, um, but, uh, but, like, I, I, he'll be 25 by the time the next World Cup is over. I was going to say, if he has a if good he doesn't move trailer, now, like, I feel like he'll really earn, like, a bigger move. You know, because, like, depending on, like, the way his – If he gets that starting spot, hopefully next to Chris Richards, do you think he gets the move after a great World Cup showing? I don't think – I don't think it's up for debate. I think it's got to happen. I mean, yeah. we know how we know how World Cups drive player value. Look at James Rodriguez. James Rodriguez? Yeah. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> thinks of James. Poor guy. But yeah, I mean, I mean like, he did have a good World Cup. He did a great World Cup. Scored scored a banger, multiple bangers, multiple World Cups. But I mean, like I I think he'll move. I just if he doesn't go yet, it is what it is. Yeah, you know, I'm not gonna lose split hairs over. I'm not gonna lose sleep. He'll be fine either way. All right, Jake. This next one's your new club, your newfound love. Let's see. I I've been getting into some uh, Barcelona historia. Ooh. And so we want to talk about how Barca went from being up shit creek financially to now uh, President Jean Laporta says that they've got all the money. So what's going on with that, Kester? How did they go from being broke to signing Theron Torres? And not able to register, to, though. Yeah, I mean, not right the second. Yeah, but like, what's going on? Talk to me. Oh, well, I, I've got bad news for you, Jake. Um, yeah. Laporta might be saying that they're back, but they're not they back. Are, they're 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 far from it. Yeah, I, um, I I don't get it. Like they have no money. They they have zero money. The uh, last I checked, their uh, debt was in excess of one point six billion dollars. So yeah, I, I I think their last operating year was like three hundred million in the hole. It's like, How much does that new stadium cost? I, yeah. yeah I, <laughs> I don't think there's going to be – they're going to have to stick with the Cam New for, like, the next, like, 20 years or so. It's not, it's not that like old. The 50s. Yeah, it's not that old in terms of, like, compared to some of the English grounds. But, yeah, they're going to have to hang for a while. Yeah. No, and to sign for Antares, they actually had – I read that they had to take a loan from Goldman Sachs, which is never a great sign if you're a club of that size having to go to just a shady investment bank just to be like, hey, uh, we need some money. What can we work out here? And I'm pretty sure that's just how they were even able to sign Torres. It's just because of some creative accounting work. But that's neither here nor there. Sheesh, you accountants. I wouldn't say they're shady. I'd say they're topical. Uh, I mean, hey, I, tomatoes, tomatoes, you know, that's, yeah, I that's, mean, that's fine. Uh, we're not here to burn any bridges, Caster. We need sponsors. Fair, fair. Um, uh, the, you know, it's, it's weird because they still have so many – players with big wages on their books. They still have got Coutinho, Umtiti, um, 
Justin Bailey's on huge wages for now. Who knows if he's going to re-sign the deal this summer. There, there's still a lot of loose ends, I, I, I guess is what you would call them, from the Bartomeu presidency. Yeah. That it's kind of impossible for them to move forward right now while you have all those players that are still hanging around. And I, I don't know how they move them because odds are – those players will never get as big of a contract as they're getting right now with Barcelona. So yeah, why would like you the, want to move? The Barcelona club president was just playing FIFA career mode and offering whatever wages it took to get them to sign. That's <laughs> almost what it seems like. Like some of the wages they're getting paid is just absolutely ridiculous. Coutinho is not broke. He's, I mean, a hundred, 142 transfer um, fee plus he's, he's got to be on 300 a week. Oh, it's, over. It's ridiculous. Like, even their young guy, like the young guy that they just had signed, I think six figures a week, it just made zero sense. Like, the contracts people were getting signed to. Coutinho makes, oh my God, 380,000 pounds a week. Yep. That is repulsive. Great player. He'll be fine. Not that good. Not that good. (laughs) Jesus. That is too much money. What does Dest make? Does Dest make money? So according to a quick Google search, their yeah. per week wage bill is four million one hundred and nineteen thousand four hundred and fifty three dollars. Pocket change. Pocket Dembele, change. who's been injured, still makes three hundred and ninety three thousand one hundred and ninety dollars a week. Uh, Mo, Mo Salah just wants like the same as like Allison, maybe a little bit more. It's not that hard. Apparently for Liverpool it is. Give yeah. him the money. It would cost literally half a million dollars a week to replace him. And I digress. Spend money. John Henry. Fenway Sports Group. Spend money. I've got nine players making over $200,000 a week. That's just absurd. The crazy thing is, is that they just, like, I, I think I read that Torres' wages, he's going to be making, like, $12.5 million a year. So That's he's going to be in, wages, yeah. He's going to be at the $280,000 mark, roughly. Yeah, that's another player that you're adding for really high wages. So you know, it's, so, but who's gonna? Who are you gonna be able to get rid of? Either um, get rid of, or are you gonna have players like, hey, we need you to take pay cuts? Like, what's? I know we don't know the answers right now. But like, as you being the numbers guy, what do you think the most, the biggest likelihood is for them to take, for this to be able to work out in the long run, for them to get out of this financial hole that they've put themselves in? Honestly, I think they just have to keep borrowing money until those contracts are up. I, I, I don't, I don't see Coutinho or Rum City or any of the other guys like taking pay cuts because, like I said, this is probably going to be the last big contracts of their careers. So, the Barcelona, unfortunately, are probably just going to have to weather the storm out, even if that means like not finishing top four for a couple of years in La Liga or being competitive in Champions League. You know, all that stuff. They just ha- have to find a way to just hit the reset button almost yeah. to get out of this. There, uh, There is always a chance, though, that uh, Osman Dembele could sign, you know, like a $450,000 a week contract with Newcastle United. There, stranger things have happened. So to like, put this on perspective, I'm doing a little bit more reading. Martin Braithwaite makes yeah. $134,000 a week at Barcelona. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't know any other team that he would make that much money on. Nothing against a... Braithwaite. I just don't think he's that high of a striker to be making that much money. But okay, to be so... fair, compared to those other salaries, that's honestly not that bad whenever we just read the Coutinho. 
<laughs> wages. Uh, you want yeah, me to but I mean, you? Ansu Fadi's got ni- he's ninety four five thirty. Can can I uh, hit you something spicy real quick? Go for it. They're working on getting uh, old Phil Foden's wages up since he's still on like his like young contract. But Coutinho is making more in two weeks than Phil Foden is making in a year. <laughs> Jesus. And I'm never a city like apologist. Like that's not me. But I'm just saying like clubs with money are not paying people this much. Like I'm looking at City's entire payroll right now. Like yeesh. I so mean. Then- Braithwaite is making more than potential Ballon d'Or winner Ruben Dias. Like he's making I, like. Ugh. So then you also mentioned there. What was the number you got for they are in debt? Because apparently, what we talked about the upgraded. They're planning to invest invest one point five billion euros to transform Camp Nou. Oof. I don't know. They're investing their debt into refurbishing the Camp Nou. I don't know how that works financially. Me neither. (laughs) They're just going to not cross their T's and dot a few I's and call it good. I I, I guess that's how that's going to work because, honestly, like I said, I don't know how they're going to be able to pull that off. Props to whoever their accountants are for being able to sign Torres. (laughs) (laughs) This is already just a mess. How – where do I get the expansion pack, the – the DLC for my Camp New Lego, because if they're going to put that much into it, I'm going to need some more pieces. <laughs> <laughs> so then I guess kind of going on the La Liga train, Kester, um, the likelihood of Real Madrid getting both Mbappe and Holland. Um, where do you think that is going to land? I think that's a summer thing, um, but do you see that actually happening? It will definitely be a summer thing, but I it it is very much a real possibility that – Mbappe and Holland could be playing together at Madrid next season. Uh, you have a bunch of expiring contracts for some older players at Madrid. Bale's contract is finally up this summer, which he's gonna golf so a, much. He can golf for the rest of his life with the wages that he's made at Madrid. <laughs> it, it, it's wild. Um, I think since Mbappe, he'll be a free agent this summer. You won't have to pay a transfer fee for him i think his wages will probably cost about 30 million dollars a year which believe it or not is still less than what gareth bale is currently making gareth bale more than, is it's more than coutinho bank it's a lot yes it no, is. so then do here. you think they just signed both mbappe and holland to just mega deals with one billion dollar release clauses so you it's going to be interesting. Holland's going to definitely going to be the more interesting one because I actually see Holland going more towards City than Madrid. Stop it. I, I, I hate to say it. I do. But he, he is the perfect player at the perfect time to go to City. Like you, I know they've been playing the false nine system the past couple of seasons and it's worked really, really well for them. But he is just a such a generational talent. And with Pep leaving in a couple of seasons, a lot of the key players are starting to get older. I think he'd be the perfect guy to bridge the gap between the older generation of city players and the next generation of city players. His dad played there too, so that helps. Well, but his dad what, there too. what about uh, Mina Raiola's comments about how like he's not even looking necessarily Premier League at that? Like he's looking at Barcelona, Real Madrid, Bayern, and was it uh, PSG or Juve? It was what, well, one of those two. Like that he was like these are the only teams that you know he's going to look at. 
I, I, I would say since it's Mina Riola, whichever team take that is with gonna a grain flash of the salt. money, yeah, uh, it's gonna be the team that's gonna get him. You know, whichever I, team's willing to pay Mino's transfer fee as well is who's gonna get Holland. Mino <laughs> is in fact making more per week than Dest is at Barcelona. It's fine. <laughs> So I mean, but I mean, going back to the Madrid thing, I I mean, it's very possible because I think uh, Holland's uh, release clause this summer is seventy million, which is definitely affordable for Madrid. And with uh, other players, Marcelo's out of contract this summer. Uh, who's the other one? Uh, a lot of that, a lot of that center mid. I think Tony Cruz stays, but I think is Casemiro like Casemiro still. Casemiro, I think he still has another year on his contract. Isco. Isco was the one who was going to be out of contract this summer. So that's another play with big wages that they've got between Bale, Isco, and Marcelo. I mean, they should theoretically have enough and money I... to sign Mbappe and Holland. Yeah, and then I'm guessing Modric is going to take a little bit of a pay cut, seeing as he's gotten a little older. I heard he was. Like, that he was, like, very okay with that. Like that he I can see that. Around. I can see him being the, yeah, it's fine. I just want to keep playing for Madrid. Pay me whatever. I've got, a, I've got enough money. <laughs> uh, I guess that kind of goes to what Jake was saying. We talked about Americans earlier. Do we see Dest leaving Barca? And if so, what do we see as a likely landing spot for the ever so promising right back turned right winger? I don't think he's leaving. Um, his his uh, agent came out and said he wants to stay. He wants to fight. He's content. He's happy. I know like the Bayern and Chelsea links are cool and stuff, but like Serginho wants to stay. So that sounds pretty straight up. I'm fine with that. I'm honestly fine. With I'm this. fine with he's, it. Yeah, he, he, he gets plenty of playing opportunities at Barca, and I just hope it's back to right back instead of right wing. Yeah, same here. But... I just, yeah, I mean, the Danny Alves at right back thing is not a long term solution. They have that uh, awesome Uruguayan center back that's young, uh, Ronald. Ar- How do you say his name? You know who I'm talking about? Arejo. 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 Ar- yeah. Arejo. Arejo. Yeah. Well, they've been playing Arejo right back. And it's like Serginho is just vibing in the practice squad. Like, Xavi, let's get him Joe in. Gomez, left back. Real Sosie, bad. <laughs> Not saying he's going to go to Barca, but I'm saying we've got another American wing back in yeah. La Liga, which is nice to see. Uh, and then I guess one of the more, I guess, the last two questions kind of go hand yeah. in hand. Uh, Premier League teams that you see have the most room to upgrade this window. The obvious answer has to be Newcastle here, right? I mean, I mean, you can always say that's cheating. I feel like that's no, it's a very obvious, obvious answer. They've got you can only go money. up. They have unlimited money and unlimited areas to improve. Well, that's the thing. Usually, with this type of question, it's for teams that need a lot of improvement, but they don't have the capacity to make those changes. Like Norwich would be the other team that I would think of that would be have, be the answer to this question, but I can't really see them being able to make a lot of moves yeah, since they're a smaller cash. team. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, obviously, Newcastle is going to be – I think Newcastle is going to be the most exciting team to watch this January just because they need so much help and they have the most cash to spend. It's They've just already got like one. A, Kieran Trippier. Kieran Trippier. On, he's, uh, all but Fabrizio confirmed. confirmed. Yeah. Fabrizio no, he's, confirmed. He's, he's, he's here we go. He's here we gone. He did get to hear you go. Um, um, that, that, go ahead. Yeah, that's a yeah, – that, Oh, sorry, Jake. So, no, I was going to say, go ahead. Sorry about that. Jeez. No, I think that's a great signing for them because I I think they've conceded the most goals per match in the Premier League, or they're tied with Norwich for the most goals conceded per match. So, obviously, the defense is something that needs help. Playing at Atletico Madrid the last few seasons under Simeone, he's going to 
help really stabilize that back line. They'll obviously need a few more players. I'd really like to see them bring in a center back this window, but it's a good first step into what they need to do to avoid relegation this year. So then who's going to say into... that, oh, oh, yeah, go, go ahead, ahead Sorry. No, go oh, ahead, I was gonna say, Who's to say that they don't go get Samuel Umtiti? Because what's he's not that old yet, is he? He's no, he's 20, 27, 28, but yeah. I, I, he mean, hasn't played. It's like a Joe Gomez situation where he hasn't really played a whole bunch of the past couple of years. So do you really want to take a risk bringing in a player who's kind of like, I, I don't want to say out of shape, but hasn't really been tested? Out of match try fitness. To, yeah, I mean, out, of, out of match fitness to try to like save your season, essentially. I mean, flip, flip side of that spectrum, though, you know, you've got a World Cup winner who has essentially been fro- froze out of his team. How is that any different than Liverpool spending 80 mil on jo- or on uh, Virgil Van Dyke after he said he wouldn't train with Southampton because he wanted you know to force a move? I, I, I think Virgil Van Dyke's a lot better than Samuel Antony. So um, I, I, I one I has a World Virgil. Cup, one has a World Cup, one doesn't. <laughs> one has a man bun, one has a World Cup. I no, I'm kidding. Yeah. I, I I love Virgil Van Dyke more than anything in the world. I was just more so playing devil's advocate than anything. I, I think if I were Newcastle, I'd target – like, there's a couple of other center backs who are out of contract this summer. Nicholas Sula is one at Bayern. Uh, Matthias Ginter at uh, Mujagladbach, I think, would be a really, really good shout for Newcastle. He's been a great defender in the Bundesliga for the past couple of years. That's I think it, it's more preferable if you can get a guy in who's at least played the past couple of seasons, even if it's just bringing in, like, Matt Phillips from Liverpool. He, he played really well last year during the lockdown. So just bringing in somebody in who's proven that they can be a good defender, I, I, I think that would go a long way to helping Newcastle stay in the league. So then well, – that is it. Oh, go, go ahead, ahead. I was going to say, going I'll... off of that, it kind of leads us to the – that's who we think has the most room to upgrade – but that could potentially lead them to panic buying. Uh, do you think team like what teams do you think are going to be the most affected with buying slash selling, even if they don't have to? My current thing right now would be Everton slash Chelsea with the rumored Digne leak. Mm-hmm. I think Everton need to keep him bad. I rate Digne high. Uh, I also rate Digne very very highly. He's been great for them. It, it's weird because I mean this kind of came out of nowhere under Benitez. Like he was playing, he hasn't had the best season, admittedly. I think his gold contribution numbers are way down, but uh, compared to what they've got, I mean, I don't know else. But I know they just brought in the uh, left back from Ukraine for like 20 million pounds. But again, he's one of those younger players where he's not primarily tested. You don't really know what you're going to get with him. So I don't, I, I think Everton would be smart to at least hold on to Digne for right now as insurance. I don't think they're um, in a relegation battle they or just, anything. I guess they just brought in Nathan Patterson, who's a right yeah, back Nate- too. Nathan Patterson, Scottish right back. They bought that young Ukrainian left back. I he had a falling out with Rafa, which I don't understand. Like how he could be completely frozen out of that team. He's the best ball player in that club. Sheamus. I I have no words as to what goes on on that side of the Mercy side. He's really popular with the Everton fans too, which is the craziest part for me. He's like a fan favorite for Evertonians. So to like have him of all players be the one that gets frozen out of the team, that just really makes you wonder, like, is Rafa on the hot seat because of all these recent results or it, like, is his job still firmly secure? Do you guys think? Um, I mean, I, he's not going to get sacked. He won't get sacked in, in, until the end of the season. If they sack him, 
Yeah. He's had he's had good results. He's just also had bad results. Like he's also just they've got the luckily he's got the well we've had been injured. DCL's been out up until now. So I uh, so much. I see that if unfortunately if Dinier goes to Chelsea, I mean that's gonna cut some pulls at wing back time. Which would be great if he was going forward, but like that just means he's not going to play. I was going to say that might be his only opportunity to play. I mean, yeah. what do we do? I, I, I don't know. I, I think that he would be absolutely repulsively disgusting on Manchester City if they were able to like play a two wing back system of Dinier and Cancelo. It would be Jesus scary. I think that it would be scarier than them signing a striker that's not named Erling Holland. Like, I think that it would be just, oh, they'd be so good. Yeah. Um, going, back to the, uh, go. going back to the original questions, I did want to actually make a point of this um, whenever, before we started talking. Um, a team who was really, really good at panic buying the last couple of seasons was, in fact, Arsenal. Uh, I thought you, you were going to say Manchester United. Either one would have worked. Well, you, I guess we could talk about them next up. You know a lot more about that than I do, but we don't have to um, talk about them. Don't worry. Okay, fair. fair. Uh, but like you know, we had had really good years towards the end of the Wenger era, uh, consistently finishing top two, top four. But you can see the progressive declines with those teams, and so I think a lot of teams who like you can start to see the decline, but you're really desperate to hold on to those glory years for just like one or two more seasons. You can kind of make some panic buys, like Arsenal brought in David Luiz for a couple of seasons. He he pl- he had some decent moments for the club, but it, it was just a move that you just like you didn't really see how it really progressed the team forward. Guaranteed vibes. Uh, guaranteed vibes. That that I could say that was his best asset for our. That and his hair. Those were probably and, his the, best and the memes. Uh, and the memes. Uh, Can't forget the memes. Up the geezer, he kind of broke Raul's skull, so that really wasn't great. But like, other than that, the vibes were immaculate. It was a uh, Gendouzi and him on the pitch at the same time. Oh gosh, yeah, I couldn't tell them apart. I could never tell the two of them apart. <laughs> oh come on, <laughs> so no. Gendouzi has the volume that Luis wishes he still had. He lost Louise the volume. Luis is just and he went flat and going bald. No, oh, no, 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 no. I just, it, it's, just, it's thinning. It's thinning. It, yeah, it, he lost the poof. Whereas Gendozi, <laughs> it's like, ooh, like you ever seen those like those shitty axe commercials where it's like, let me get some hair action. <laughs> like that's what I think of when I see that man. It's like, mm, yeah, I wish I had that hair. <laughs> no, that's Head and Shoulders. So that would be Joe Same Hart thing. Same in thing. the UK. Yeah, but yeah, David Luiz definitely uses Head and Shoulders. That's for sure. <laughs> oh no shit. Um, I get, okay. Last yeah, thing Brent, we can go off. Uh, we completely skipped over it daryl dk to west brom do we like Ooh, we, we love like. love absolutely i love. agree i love it too i saw a funny tweet that talking about it was from a Bar- barnsley fan saying uh they took their manager their ma- manager last year their best midfielder last year and now they have the barnsley's best striker you might as well just buy the club next and then added west brom so i thought That's that was great. pretty great <laughs> i mean it's West Brom's a storied team. Like it's it's an whether or not they go up this year, I would. I mean, I'd like to see them go up this year, but I think that it's a good move long term. I think that the Hawthorns is going to be more than welcoming to him. I think they already that, did. They welcomed him very well. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like good God, he had more people at his uh, uh, what what uh, not introduction like presentation than Jack Grealish did at City. 
well, that's not saying much. They're field. They're, <laughs> no, it's they've not. never had a full stadium. No, but uh, I mean, like the the Hawthorns is going to take care of him. He's going to score goals with the way their system works. Like he's going to he'll pair up with Robinson and Carlin Grant, and he'll be good up front. Yeah, just to uh, – I, I want to kind of let you guys know where West Brom are currently at in the championship table. They're currently fourth, Yep. Um, 25 games in. They've scored 31 goals but only conceded 19, which looks like it's tied for the fewest goals conceded in the championship. So their defense looks solid. You add DK up front, who's definitely going to bring more goals to the situation. They could very well be a promotion candidate. I mean, they're in playoff spot. It's just yeah, they're, they're, they're in the playoff guaranteed. spot right now. And DK got Barnsley to a playoff and did pretty well in it. I feel like he just, he's only four points back of the guaranteed promotion. Although, well, I mean, as a Barnsley Premier went League from fan, playoff to relegation at this point. Like, yeah, as a playoff, today, or, as a Premier League fan, I would like to see Blackburn up back in the prim. That'd be sweet. Their badge is dope. Alan Shearer. I mean, I I gotta say it, but so yeah, me, I give think. Me. Give me Bournemouth, give me Blackburn, and give me West Brom. And then next I'll year, take, give me I'll take that. QPR. I'll take that. Blackburn gets to go through through the playoff, though. I want West Brom and DK to get it for sure. I don't have to watch yes. another stressful <laughs> playoff match as an American fan. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, uh, you got anything else for me, Brandon? You got anything else for Mr. Mr. Caleb? I'm done. It's if he has anything for us, I'd say. Yeah, Caleb, Ooh. you got anything for us before we tie well, things up? I think I'll turn the tables on you guys here real quick. Okay. And I, sure. I, I want I want you guys to tell me what signings are you really looking at for this January? Like, who do you really want to see make a move? Mm. Brandon, take it. You go first. Uh, Give me first, some time to think. Let's, let's get Harry Maguire out of Manchester United. I don't care where <laughs> to. After that really? showing Phil Jones just had, I'm yeah. not even kidding. Phil Jones was arguably our best player in the field. And Harry Maguire has never had – I don't think he's had a decent game for us. Or, like, a noteworthy performance. He's had decent performances, but nothing noteworthy. I guess the realistic one that's been in the news, it might not happen in January, but Barca need to clear wages. Pogba's getting out of United. If we could somehow get De Jong to United, I would like that transfer a lot. Mm. And I feel like that's the more realistic one than my joking getting rid of Harry Maguire. But I'd would be you fine take, with uh, would you? So, Brando, here's a question for you. If you could take having Frankie Dion this January, or if you wait until the summer, you could bring in Declan Rice, which one of those would you rather see happen? I'd rather see Frankie Dion. Uh, I personally have never been too crazy high on Declan Rice. I know he's a good player, but I don't know. I feel like Dion is more creative, and if we have him, he could bring out the best in Scott. I know Declan could too, but I also don't know what to ever expect from Scott McTominay. <laughs> All right. Any other transfers that you're looking at? Uh, those are really the biggest ones in my head that I'm most interested in seeing. I know one of them was kind of a joke, but it would be sweet to see. And the other one would definitely be <laughs> awesome to see. All I've right, never right. been happy about the Fridges arrival. But that, I think every Manchester United fan would agree with you on that. My one. brother likes him for some reason. Could not oh. tell you why, but. Yeah, he must be a Liverpool fan. Nope. Um <laughs> Jake, uh, what about you? Are you looking at any players this January? Um, I want to see where Christian Eriksen ends up. He's terminated his contract with Inter. He is free to sign. He had an interview today saying that he really wants to play in Qatar. 
that his That's heart so is not going to let him down. Really, really cool stuff. Um, I want to see him end up – I mean, Italy is the only place where he can't play with his pacemaker. I mean, shoot, send him to Spain. Send him to – I don't care. Everton. Get that, get, get that man a club. I don't care. Everton. He's getting, he's, getting, he's getting linked to, like, what maybe some of the Premier League teams. Maybe – I mean, I don't care where he goes. That's one I – just, I just want to see that man have a club. Absolutely. He's been through, he's been through hell. He's earned it. Um, other transfers I would like to see that, and you're a Liverpool player. Would you be okay if Newcastle spent an outrageous amount of money and signed Sadio Mane? I don't think they will. I think they would spend an outrageous amount of money and sign Joe Gomez because the links are already there. I haven't seen the links for Newcastle or anything there's, Liverpool there, related. Well, there's there's rumblings. How about that? Because I mean, let's be real. Joe was second choice center back. Started a pretty good amount of games on the champions campaign and he's fourth choice now. Yeah. Kanate has been immense and Matip's been great and not injured. So yeah, Joe's went, Joe's went down the pecking uh, pole and he needs pecking time. Order. He's gonna, pecking order. Yeah. Pecking line. That's what I said. I didn't stutter. Um, and uh, I, Joe Gomez, the Newcastle. That's fair. Joe, I, I just I'm thought not, the Sadio one would be interesting because then they would have Gucci headband and Sadio Mane. It'd be kind of cool I, to see. I'd like to see that's Delhi vibes. make a move. That's all vibes. Well, get, not get, oh, Delhi headband. Delhi Gucci headband and uh, I don't know somebody bad on the right wing. It's gonna it's gonna be fun to see what they do because yeah, like you said, they definitely have the money to spend and. That the possibilities are just endless for them. So who, who knows? Maybe we will see Deli and Gucci headband rocking it together. Well, or and the thing is, Mbappe like, and Holland on Newcastle. I mean, if you give me Mbappe, Holland, and Gucci headband, I'm gonna laugh my tail off, and I'm gonna have fun watching it. I'm gonna be ticked as like a Premier League, like you know, like uh, watcher. I would, you know, not like a pundit, but like spectator. But like, it's gonna be hilarious. I mean, and like, I think this first season is gonna be a lot of like, right whenever like City got all that money. They're going to spend money, and they're really not going to know what to do with it. It's going to be panic buying. It's going to be a lot of They're just going to buy buying. players to buy players. That's what's going to happen. But, you know, we'll see what happens. Endless vibes, that's for sure. Endless vibes. All right, anything else? I was going to say, that's all I've got for you guys. Do you have anything else for me? I'm square, uh, Brandon, you square? My last thing I will mention is something you brought up. Uh, thoughts on the new potential Southampton takeover? Oh, I, I, I'll open I mean, up a whole new can of worms. That yeah, could just add, be a teaser for another conversation. Add, add another super team to the list. I mean, uh, Arsenal might become like a – we'll be lucky to be a top 10 here in the next couple of seasons if things keep going the way that they're going. Uh, now you, get, you got ESR, short socks king. You'll be fine. Yeah, nope. I believe in the young boys. That's all I got to say. We'll um, just leave that one for a teaser for later conversations. You can talk about the actual financials of a club. How about that? That, that sounds great to me. I'll get you. I'll get you thought provoking, letting you think about Southampton takeover, and then let you do all the research your heart could desire. Well, absolutely, was... and we we intend to have Caleb back um, at the end of the transfer window, so expect him around like episode four, episode five is what we're thinking right now. So yeah, I hope you enjoyed talking to him. He's a great guy. He's knowledgeable. He's polite. He's fun to talk to. He's fun to hang out with. So yeah, that's all I got. Brandon, you got anything to say? And then we'll let Caleb am... sign himself out. I'm good to go. Thank Perfect. you for joining us, Caleb. Yeah, no, appreciate it, guys. It's been a blast talking with y'all, and I love the podcast so far. You guys are doing great, and 
best of luck going forward. Yeah, we're here for Thank fun. Thank you. So. Vibes, Alrighty. Just like Arsenal. <laughs> Heck yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> uh, Caleb, you have a good night, man. Take it easy. Yep, you too, guys. And we're back. God, that was nice. That was wonderful. Love talking to Kester. Kester is just, he's a fantastic human being. He is he, as genuine as it gets. And not only that, like, he actually understands numbers, which, like, I'm not going to say I don't because I like, have, like, a normal office job. But, like, he just, like, I understand the numbers. About them. He, yeah, he just actually, I understand them and can make sense of them. He can just make sense of what they actually mean. Uh, but, yeah, we really enjoyed just sitting down, uh, chatting shit, talk for a little bit. Also getting kind of serious with Caleb. Uh, hopefully, you guys enjoyed it as well. Uh, well, we're and like do we a did, lot more of that. So the whole point is that this is a collective. Like, there's going to be episodes where it's just going to be the two of us. But like, we want to talk to like Everybody. the people that we get to know through sport. Like, we genuinely like the whole thing is like this is not like the Jake and Brandon show. If it was, it would be named Joe Gubernitos, the Jake and Brandon show. It's not. It's Joe Gubernitos presented there, by the Beautiful Game Collective. Uh, if any of you guys over there that follow Musa to my ears on Twitter and you're in that kit Twitter, you guys want to talk about how you got into that, feel free to oh, yeah. hit up Musa in the DMs, you know? We'd love to talk to you guys about that, how you got into collecting kits and into the kit transfers too. So, I mean, like oh, we said, it. we're all about collaborating with everybody and anybody. I lo- Do you want me to try to find a kit guest? I can do it. That'd be kind of sweet. Yeah, I mean, timing might be weird since we aren't in Europe, but hopefully they're we- dedicated enough. We'd have to do it on a, a weekend, Saturday, a week, like a Saturday during international break, because we wouldn't we want to interfere that. with them watching games. But I'll reach out to uh, Cornish, Cornish, my boy. Perfect. I'll, I figured I'll that'd be kind of, that'd be a cool thing, it's something different at least. Yeah, yeah, no, he's cool. He's cool. Accents would be nice. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, he'd be like, man, who are you? You damn American potatoes. Precisely. <laughs> Oh man! So, do you think uh, did Caleb miss any uh, transfers that have happened in the last? Uh, so the ones that I that we didn't talk about that I was scrolling through Twitter and of course saw Fabrizio tweet about. Uh, we talked about Trippier to Newcastle. My, is that just the beginning? Who else are they going to sign this win this window? Uh, a big one that I think at least is Andre Onana to Inter Milan. Yeah, already pretty stacked. I don't know who their goalie is, but Onana tore it up at Ajax until he took his wife's whatever meds. Is that what it was, or did he pull like a Mark McGuire or Sammy Sosa? Was he doping? No, I'm pretty or was much. It? it was not actually doping. He like accidentally took some of his wife's meds. Oh, uh, that's but Handanovich is the inter goalie. Handanovich is old, but like I like Handanovich. But he's good. He is I, 37. Wow. I mean, he, he, <laughs> he's mind. good. But he <laughs> he's good, stop. but he is 37. He could not stop a Landon Donovan short post bullet. Nobody can. Uh, but yeah, Lorenzo I mean, like Insigne to Toronto FC. That and club Bellotti's is cool. on the talk. I don't Insigne like how they have unlimited played. rules, but I lo- Insigne, Michael Bradley on the same pitch. Is this what dreams are made of? Actually, you know, I, hate, I, I hate Michael Bradley, so it's not what dreams are made of. Hate's a strong word. I very dislike Michael Bradley. Well, I just I hate that he had potential. Did he? Like he was not bad box to box. You just never did it because he only passed the ball sideways and backwards. Cor- but. Correct. But, like, he was a hustler. Like, 
don't he know. was I'm no trying... Jermaine Jones, but he wasn't bad. Yeah, I can't say enough good things about Jermaine Jones. I mean, that guy did wonders for the Bundesliga. He did wonders for the U.S. men's national team. Fun to watch. Great like gentleman of the game. At. He had cool hair. He had cool tats. Did he wear Under Armour boots, though? That could have been, like, my one, like... He did. I get the Is that... but also, your star boy, Trent, wears Under Armour boots, so... Well, Trent is... He should be everyone's star boy. That man is athletic. Nope. Not, not accepted. Uh, Maven Niles got on loan to AS Roma. That brings up the question of since when did he like young players again? Uh, with Especially with Brian Reynolds being forced out of AS Roma on loan. Well, I mean, unfortunately, uh, I think there's a difference between Brian Reynolds and Ainsley Maitland-Niles. Maitland-Niles plays about, like, seven different positions. He's had first-team experience for Arsenal for the last, what, four years, five years? Yeah, that's fair. Reynolds is good, and, like, I am the world's biggest Brian Reynolds supporter. I mean, actually, let's be real. No, I'm not. I'm just a USMNT asshole on the internet. So, I, I, I don't know too much about him but i know that i mean i've seen his highlights i've watched him play i've seen him play he's been he's looked sharp every time he's played for he, the US, so. he looked good in the friendly for, not yeah. as good as uh jogo but he looked good in that for that last 10 minutes they both did um so yeah i have you know i have no problem with ainsley going as long as reynolds gets game time wherever he goes which should be yeah. belgium should be anderlecht i see i said it right this time yes you did proud of you okay. Caleb didn't get to hear it, though. We'll have to tell him. I'll text him right now. <laughs> Caleb, I uh, said Anderlecht. The right. next one <laughs> that really kind of caught me off guard, I suppose, is the Ferran Torres deal. Uh, City put a clause in there that as was worded as the right of first refusal. Have you heard of anything like this before? I don't know a darn thing about that. So uh, after doing a little bit more research, it pretty much just said in the future – if anybody bids from Barca to try to buy Ferran Torres, City gets the rights to say no and bid like one euro more to get him. That's fine. That makes sense. I, I just mean, had I... never seen that that was like a legitimate clause where like they can just say no, we're going to pay you one more. Like what? I always I thought that was interesting that they get – or I find it interesting that that's um, what they – I don't know how to word it, but like, that they were like, actually, we're going to put this in here, especially after he said their QAs were just the stepping stone to get to Barca. Well, I think he said that after, but I think there's a lot of reasons why, now that I know what a first refusal is. Thank you, Mr. Dictionary. I appreciate the of love. Of course, of course. Uh, um, I think there's a lot of reasons why that happened. I think number one was that Farron was so open about his intentions and not in a way that like Romelu Lukaku was. Like It was very much like, I want to go home but I'm happy at City kind of thing. This is prior to when he called them a stepping stone. So maybe this he's just true. Two, maybe he's just a two-faced little punk. But, I mean, like, I think that with being that Lukaku up front. Just kidding. I, I, think, <laughs> <laughs> I think with him going about it in that manner, but, like, still, like, willing to play for City, willing to do the job day in, day out. Like, and I think that Pep's links to Barcelona. I mean, let's be real. Club legend, manager, player. Like he's going to he go be okay back. With Does he go back to fix the ship at Barca next? I don't know. It's going to be wild. Saying. That, yeah. that could be, that could be kind of fun. I'm not going to lie. I mean, yeah, I, I right. don't think, I don't know. He's, I don't know either. I'm what, just kind 20, of 20, 
we're shooting bull at this point, which that's what we're here for. Um, anything else fun? Uh, um, the, the ooh, one I saw. I, I like this that I'm looking at right now on Twitter. Um, um Axel Axel Twanzebe? Axel Twanzebe got loaned to Napoli. Uh, straight right. loan, no buy right, option for Napoli. Right to the Diego Armando Maradona Stadium. My other. He would be paired with Kula Bayi, who I'm assuming is healthy in the Napoli center back. They also have Menelos. So I don't know how much game time he's going to play. But is this good for United? Seeing as I was joking about them getting rid of Maguire for anybody that will pay over $15 Having Tuan Sebe get regular team minutes, I can imagine, is nothing but good for United, right? Um, yeah, I think that him getting first team minutes because he was at Villa recently, wasn't he? And that worked out. He was playing nice. at Villa. Yeah, I'm surprised. I guess his loan is up, and they found a way to get him loaned to Napoli. Well, I mean, the no buy option was interesting to me that they're like, no, you're just having him, and then we're getting him back. Well, that means they've got faith in him. So, you can't I mean, he played well that. against PSG in the group stage or knockouts. Whenever they played PSG, he was step with step by step with Mbappe, which is impressive, no matter who you are. I mean, equally as important, can we talk about the FIFA links? The headliners, Kabu Bailey, to if old boy Axel gets a special card. Uh, yeah, I don't know how you just pronounce <laughs> Kulabai, but that could be cool because Juan Sebe I think I said, didn't I say it the same? Kabu Bailey? Kabu Bailey? Kulabai. Kabu, Kabu, Kula, K-O-U-L-I. Bailey, like I get, like like I get my drinks... I get my drinks from the cooler by Eric Bailly. Cooler yeah, Bailly. something like that. Yeah, there you go. That was correct. <laughs> but no, I think it's good for United. Um, I hope it kind of shows that Renyik and his decision making have like kind of realized that Maguire hasn't been very good. Uh, next, head. Yeah. Uh, Nathan Patterson, we talked about briefly with Kester. Uh, to Everton from Rangers, good right back. I think he's young, promising. And then he's a, the last, he's a he's a he's Scottish, isn't he? Is he Scottish? Yes, sir. is that right? He's the, the so right he, back of Kieran Tierney. So he plays with KT and Scott McTots and Rabo and that whole crew. Okay, yeah, interesting. That's I mean that'll be good. I Rangers are good. I don't is that is that a lateral move or do you consider that an upgrade? Like obviously, like the Premier League is more competitive, but like. For Patterson? Yeah, like, I'm sure... Everton's usually a top 10 team in the Premier League. I mean, yeah. And I think the Premier League is more competitive top to bottom than the Scottish Premier League, so... Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Oh, be careful. Don't say that too loud. The Scots will come across the Atlantic and get us. Fair, (laughs) fair. Take take that shit seriously. Kit Twitter's coming for us. (laughs) Oh, shit. Anybody else? Uh, uh, the I mean, last that's, one, that's all I'm, I'm going to really be seeing. honest. Yeah, I wrote it down because I saw a tweet from Fab. Samir is joining Watford from Udinese. Okay. I could not tell you who Samir is or what position he plays, but he's joining Watford. And I think Watford need all the help they can get, if I'm not mistaken. Well, not up front. I hope he doesn't play up front because he probably can't hang with Dennis. Dennis anybody? Is... He scores tap-in after tap-in. I mean, oh, if you've got Sar on the wing... So he is yeah. a Brazilian defender. Okay, that'll Age work. 27, he is a center back, left-footed. Okay, that's probably a big sign so, for him. I think, like, this is, this yeah. is probably his, like, you know, 
uh, marquee signing. Yeah, I mean, happy for him. That could, that could be good for both sides. Looking at Fat Mob, interesting that they'd let him go, considering he is their fifth defender on their roster. Um, so I guess they're playing a two-back. Love that. That's good energy. Straight vibes. They will not get injured. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, that's pretty much all I'm seeing uh, that we missed with Kesso. Yeah, okay. We're touching on that. Um, how's your FUT team? Tell me about your FUT team. What are you doing? Uh, I am building a USA slash Manchester United icon squad. Uh, okay. I just won a game 3-1. to one. I've purchased Aaron Long to play besides the time being. Uh, okay. Not bad. Uh, Weston McKinney, also not great, but not bad. You know, just the 77. Hoping him or Tyler Adams can get a special card. That would make okay. this a lot better. Clint Dempsey oh. keeps banging in goals. Uh, just unlocked <laughs> Reggie Clint right back. Clinical finishing anywhere near the box. Just got the right back. So now I've got Dest at left and Reggie Cannon at right back. Uh, if I could get another American striker, nothing against the old boy Pfock, but not that good in FIFA. Um, but, yeah. It's fantastic good. On, fantastic in the Champions League. Fantastic for his club. But He's not got that 18 great goals and 39 for the Geezer gang. So <laughs> I can't that. complain. There you go. Can't beat that. Can't I'm complain. running uh, the old Bar Scott Lona. Which I did the, uh, the icon, uh, what is that called? SBC thing. For and I got you're correct. No, I got Dagish or Daglish. Ah, yes, 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 yes. And then I did the Puyol for SBC, and then I bought Xavi and what's his name? Pep, because Pep's cheap. Let me preface this by saying I'm not good at FIFA. Brandon will wax my booty. Hopefully, I'll figure out on the stream and we can get that set up for you guys to watch because I think it'd be kind of funny. Kind of if we could do a Jake Brandon like Monday night SmackDown. On the sticks, that would be fun. I would love or, people to like. Not only a SmackDown, but we could do. Uh, I think I've got the team already created for those who are listening and want to get in. I've got a pro clubs uh, team created. If you guys just want to, my uh, PlayStation name is BT Redkey09. Feel free to shoot me a friend invite. I'll get you added to <laughs> the pro club. Not only we're gonna try and do a Brandon versus Jake, but maybe just a Brandon and Jake versus two others on online seasons. That could be fun. Oh, we're, playing... we're, not, we're not bad at that one. Yeah, and I'm also playing in a lower league E Cup tournament here coming towards January. I can't t- I can't say when the games are yet. I was told not to on the email, but coming in January, I've got some games coming up that hopefully I can stream for you guys and you can watch stuff. So that should be fun. Summary of that: Brandon's a big old nerd. In all the Huge ways nerd. that I'm not, in every way that he is not a nerd, I am. It, this is true. Oh, goodness. Perfect. Yeah, that'll be fun. Uh, um, yeah, so we've, we've touched on transfers. We've touched on anything we might have missed with Casto. We touched on everything before the interview. Um, you want to talk about our next episode? It's looking yeah, so... like our, the date of our next episode is before the World Cup qualifying, the international break. So. That's the hope. In the style of having a guest on this week, I hate having guests back-to-back weeks just because, like, I mean, not that I mind, but, like, we don't have that many guests. If you, you know, if we start getting guests left and right, that's great. We're going to run them out. <laughs> we, got a limit, we got a limited pool to work here. But due to the schedule, I think that we should have – and, Brandon, correct, correct. I think we should have a World Cup episode. 
I What's definitely think we need to have a World Cup qualifying episode. Well, I'm excited for it. Let's just do the darn thing. Let's have that uh that boy Brock on. Are oh, you at too. the uh, USMNT nut collect collective we'll call, we'll collaborator? He's a we'll nut. USMNT nut, not guru. He, he's a cashew, an almond. <laughs> Don't give him <laughs> cashews. Those are so good. We'll um, go with Brazilian walnut. Wait, th- there's different like kinds of walnuts. Yeah, you need to be cultured. Okay, carnival man. Yep. I'm almost positive that's a thing. Um, so, yeah, we'll do a preview for Brazilian the U.S.'s hopes going just, into that's the – That's the type uh, of wood. Disregard me. It's <laughs> a flooring you can get. Still still on the wood thing. <laughs> the the, the – or walnut. Like, okay, yeah, I was talking about nuts, and you were talking about, like, walnut wood. I yep, mean, I guess – me. <laughs> no, I mean, that's staying in. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> but, yeah, okay. next episode – It'll be Jake yeah. and I for a little bit. We'll probably give you guys similar similar uh, layout. It'll be an intro with all we're talking about. And then we'll cut to our interview with our old boy, Brocky Poo. We'll talk all things U.S. Men's National Team. Uh, from what either if the roster's been released, who's on the roster, uh, who should get minutes, who missed out on the roster that we think should have been on the roster, and then just kind of previewing the games. Uh, what we, I guess, hope the men's national team should get out of it is a way to word it but also what we think they need to get out of the window. Uh, three big games. Rotation and depth is going to be huge, so hopefully Wea and Reyna can come back from injury and play a big part for the boys yeah. in red, white, and blue. I mean, obviously we hope for nine points, but we also got to be is, realistic and look at yeah. the, you know, the situation. Like Anything less healthy, than seven, I'm going to be a little upset. I'm, the snow is going to be questionable. A healthy full 11 in favorable conditions takes nine out of nine here. But I would know, agree questionable conditions the health is not there but we're also not here to make excuses you know if this men's if this united states men's team is gonna make it and continue to be the powerhouse voice they've got to do it they've talked a lot of big game they're no longer the man in the mirror as christian pulisic would like to say oh man that was so cool so dank 10 out of 10 love that moment You got anything else for yeah. me, Brandon? I don't, man. I'm excited for this upcoming window. They play a game right before my birthday, so me and the girl are already talking about going to the bar in Columbia, Washington, with all the American Outlaws, so that's exciting. Is there an American Outlaws chapter in Columbia? There's an A.O. Como, yeah. So they're through, is it, So it's A.O. Como. No kidding. It's American Outlaws, the Como branch, yeah. I know the, I, uh, the branch president, if you will. He's a part of the AFC Columbia um, board. I did not know you guys had a branch. That's so cool. We definitely don't have a branch in Cape Girardeau. Um, if you ever want to Cape... come up for a game, I can take you to ITAP. You can celebrate with the boys. We I like it. ITAP. We watched the uh, USA versus Mexico game with one of the Mizzou women's tennis players from uh, Mexico. Safe to say she did not like all the Dosa Cero chants that were happening, but, you know, it's all for the love of the game, baby. Dosa Cero! Exactly. I mean, I think Mexico is going to have a good uh, – We'll they should still. This run. They, yeah. they ha- well, first of all, they're gonna. They have it. to. They have they're, to. They're they're a treat. They they don't miss the World Cup. Like, well, it's, it's, it's not knock on wood. But like, I mean, I mean, gen- like a USA, usually, Mexico and yeah. USA both need to make the World Cup. I do not yeah. care if Canada makes it because you know they should be playing hockey and doing all kinds of cool stuff like that. Yep. But I mean, like, as as much fun as it is that we have this intense rivalry with Mexico. They need to make the World Cup. That way we can play them in the round of 16. Precisely. CONCACAF needs to keep getting better and better. 
reggae boys making moves too, so that'll be fun to watch. Yeah. One last thing. Did you see the uh, the Damari Gray? Yeah, I we can talk about that some more with Brock, I think, too, with World Cup qualifying windows, because if he does commit, there'll be more to talk about in that episode. You're right. All right, so, well, let's hit that. We'll tease you guys with here. that one. Um, yeah, um, from my end, uh, goodbye. Have a good you know, morning, evening, whenever you listen to this pod. Thanks for hanging around. Um, that's all I got. Brandon? Uh, same goes for me. Thanks for listening. Uh, any, any thoughts, you, I'll, I can say our emails again. Uh, or you can find it at the website. Just shoot us an email, team at beautifulgamecollective.com. Let us know your thoughts, comments, anything like that. Uh, thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you guys soon. Yeah, absolutely. And then we, uh, you can reach our podcast on Spotify, on the Anchor app, and I have filled out the paperwork that you can listen on Google Podcast as well. So if that's approved by the time you know, you're listening to this and you found us on Google, welcome. You know, Welcome to the ride. Coming but, soon uh, to Apple Podcasts. Um, it works at their own pace. I've heard you can sometimes get on for like in three days. Sometimes it's three months. That's why I said coming but, soon. There's no, there's no yeah. uh, time frame. Oh, open-ended. I love that. All right. Good night, Brandon. Good night. Love you guys. Take it easy, guys.